Again for episode two. Woo! So let, we let's, made it. Yeah, let's I even know. numbers, baby. Even numbers. So let's let's get some legal issues knocked out the way first. <laughs> so funny story. If uh, you were uh, if you found us and saw uh, the title of our podcast is now the Sack Vibes, but we introduced it and put uh, put our business email as the Sack Sound. Um, there is a good story on why it is no longer called the Sack Sound. And since Najee experiences firsthand, I'm going to let him tell it. So there's, I'm a, I'm in a songwriting group and then I'm, there's a songwriting partner I have. And he was, he's mentioned Sacramento Sound. And soon as it, soon as he heard it, we all were like, that is amazing. And typically most artists being an artist myself i feel like we don't always follow through with everything that we're going to say that we actually do and so when he said he said sacramento sound we were all like that's super fresh i don't think he's gonna do nothing with that and so when i told west <laughs> sacramento sound or because i told him we were gonna need to start a podcast and i told him sacramento sound he was like oh bad that's the name that's sauce that's it I'm yeah right but so then after shooting literally the day after shooting the first podcast I mentioned to my songwriter friend, hey, what you going to do with that Sacramento sound? He was like, oh, yeah, I just registered. I just registered the domain yesterday. I'm like, oh, man. So that's something that you're really going to use. So I let him have it. And we had to change up our name. And uh, now we're Sacramento Vibes. <laughs> and personally, we think that's better because... We are not limiting ourselves just to the sound of Sacramento. We are limiting to everything Sacramento has to offer. Yeah. The graphic designers, graffiti artists, um, financial advisors, people who do the business because the music business is, or just business also with music is also very important. We are planning to have a up-and-coming agent um, on the next podcast, and she's going to be moving down to SoCal to really get um everything started so if you do have any future uh, futures do you have if you have any questions about what an agent is how to be an agent what it does or anything of the kind just let us know yeah and then so then next if you do live in sacramento i feel like you probably have heard about this the the murdering of stefan clark by the sacramento pd so i just want to have a moment of silence just give honor and respect to the to the young man Thank you. Some some real shit. You know, we have to do better, I think, as a community to to look out for each other. Like we're all on the same planet and uh senseless murder is never Yeah, I mean it's 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 in the name of senseless. I don't even know I don't even feel like there's need to be too much said on it. I mean I feel like especially in being in Sacramento, I feel like it's felt so much there has been uh rallies, vigils um, Sacramento showing a lot of support. Demarcus Sacramento coming together. Yeah, see Sacramento coming together on this one. Yeah, it's it's real dope. It's real dope. Like the community here is here is amazing. So shout out to um his family and everybody who's being part of um and supporting his family. It's dope. Yeah, so it's it's really good to see. Well, I mean, 
it's not good to see the event happen, of course not, but uh, everything that's been happening over the, over the past week as a as a result of it. It's um, everyone coming together, wishing I could have uh, taken part of the protest that happened, Same. both down uh, on the freeway, the Capitol, on the Twin Bridge. I know, that was... <sighs> When you when you showed me that Snapchat, that was amazing. Like it really them, was them blocking out the highway. It really was. Shout out to my friend Christina for being uh, being heavy on it, posting and I don't know. I was at work the other night. She was uh, Instagram. Uh, she was uh, on Instagram Live about it, and it was really cool. Not only to see, uh, of course, the uh, the protest, but uh, everyone that was just in her in her live thing, just showing support and fighting the good fight. Yeah, it's fire. That's fire. Um, on a lighter note, I saw some good music last night. Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me. So, for those who don't know, I do um, the, the the sound for a place called Silver Orange. Shout out to Silver Orange if you're an artist. So that's another connection right there. If you are a Sacramento artist and you are looking to place to to book an event to book a show, there is the Silver Orange off Fifty Seventh Street over near Sacramento State. They are always looking for artists to uh, to book. So even better if you and your friends do music too, can book all y'all in the same night and and just and have a ball. So that's where I do sound every Friday nights. So if you want your sound sounding professional, slide through. I got you. Um, and there was these two bands, Latour, and I was other one I want to say it was Yo Yo Mama. I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at up on Mama. Instagram. So. So I give them their I really name. like that. Yeah. They were both super, super saucy. Latour, um, they were like a funk, soul band. Um, the the singer and the bassist is daughter and mother. The, oh, really? Yeah, the mother was a singer. Daughter was a bassist, backup singer. Okay. She killed on the bass. Um, then the singer's husband um, is the... Uh, He's also in the band multi instrumentalist. Dude's fucking saucy as shit. And then they have the drummer as well. So it's a small band, but they be getting busy. Like they got hella different sounds. It's it's beautiful. And then the second one, and this is the this is really the interesting one because the second one, yo yo, I might join them. Really? Yeah. So this so this is I was having this conversation with um with kind of the bands. Oh, sorry. So it's called Yo and the Electric. I like Yo Yo Mama better. <laughs> yeah. Yo Yo Mama's pretty dope. We should start a band called Yo Yo Mama. Because it's a play on Yo Yo Ma, too. Yeah. I mean, but Yo Yo Ma isn't like, doesn't deserve disrespect. He is a, yeah. he is the true epitome of a fantastic artist and composer. Yeah. If any if anybody wants to check them out, I'm going to give a quick, quick plug real quick. Yo, Yo Electric is Y-O dot A-N-D underscore the underscore electric. Then Latour is L A T O U R. So pretty fire ass bands. But yeah, so one thing that I definitely noticed, and for people who don't know, Sacramento, I feel like, has two major scenes that stick out more than anything it does. the hip hop scene and the rock scene. And the rock scene here in Sacramento is like, you would have thought it was like the 90s or like whatever, but it's like some hard ass, punk ass rock out here. Like, feel me? Like, um, like power trios feel me like and he they just people just rocking out and shit like that and it's the worst like that's not mainstream rock right now so what i noticed with 
rock groups, and this is probably with all rock groups, not just here in Sacramento, but instrumentalists, they'll play intuitive in multiple groups. They'll be like, oh, I'm a guitarist in this band. I'm a, I'm a drummer in this band. Then I'm a bassist in this band and I'm a singer in this other band. And they just perform all over the place with hip hop and R&B. I feel like we're like, this is my click. This is mm -hmm. my crew. You know, I make music with this crew. Feel me like if the other crew performing, I may be like performing with that crew, but I'm not like part of that part crew. of the crew. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, that's very true. In hip -hop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we were talking about last time, I mean, it's really different than it was back in the day where you would have. I mean, back in the 90s and early 2000s where it was like, oh, I don't fuck with your crew to the point of beef and diss tracks and all this stuff and taken to a whole nother level. But now it's kind of like there's a lot more collaboration now. And I mean, on one, on one hand, I think if you're trying to put yourself on, you need to collaborate more. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think that's something you definitely need to do. I mean, look at Sacramento. Sacramento collabs with a, uh, pretty hard with each other. Yeah, they do. You do. They do. Tavis and Weirdos have a track together. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to hear that. Yeah. Shout out to Weirdos. They got Weirdos Radio. Do they? Yeah. It's like they... Is it a podcast? It's a. It's like a DJ spin. Really? Yeah. That's that, that, That's like that's like this, but like music. You feel me? It's like just hella different music. It's like some mainstream stuff and then like some like Sacramento shit. They, they hella mix the Sacramento shit into it. So Weirdos yeah. Radio. Peep that shit out. That's fire. Real quick. Yeah. And and I feel like that's one of the reasons why it was why it felt so easy to start this was because people want to collaborate with each other. Yeah. Whether even if it is just a podcast. Yeah. Because no one knows where it's going to go. And, and at the end of the day, it's exposure. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even when we first put out the first episode, I had people hitting me up off of Snapchat and Instagram saying like, hey, that looks dope. Like, let me get on it. We actually did have somebody here who was going to be honest and, and, uh, talk about financial advising but she had some other things that she needed to go get done by the time uh during the time we were recording but sacramento fucks hard with each other and everybody just wants to put each other on so just get started on whatever you're trying to do and don't say no to opportunities that's one of the biggest things yeah straight up because it's network is like a networking is like a whole different skill in itself of like really just going to a show one thing that i think what her like one thing I saw different than every other concert I've ever seen, right? And this is, but this is also most concerts that I've that I've been like doing sound out at Silver Orange are usually like men in the band. Feel me? I'm trying to think if there has been any other women performing. I think no. So this was the first first time having women perform while I was there. And, and how long have you been there? I've been there for like six weeks. Okay, so. Yeah. How many performances have you seen? Six. Six? No, <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, five. There was one week that they didn't have it. So okay. five weeks. So five weeks. This is the first performance with, there was women in both bands. After, feel me, some, some people after they perform, especially if they go on maybe first or second, they'd be like, I'm dipping after this band. Feel me? I mean, I'm dipping after I perform. That's kind of, to me, like almost strike one. I'm like, if to me, I'm like, you should stay there and kind of like, rock out with them like granted like, well one because they saw you perform granted they have to because they perform after you but as a, like then also like networking you know meeting with the other artists they they maybe they have a show up coming up next month that they need an opener for but if you leave the show hella early then 
you never got that connection. So that's that's kind of one area where I feel like people are messing up. But one thing that I saw for the go back to the women is that after the show, the two women were like, they got each other's numbers. They're like, okay, we're gonna see each other next week. They're like, let's do lunch. Feel me? Where it's like they were like, we're no, we're going to see each other next week. We're it's gonna going happen. to do. Yeah, I'm like, they're doing lunch next week. They, I'm like, they have never seen each other before, but after the, tonight, yeah. So there's, I, I bet you. Don't say no I, to opportunities. Yeah. Don't say, don't like. I think one of the big things that uh, people get hung up on when they first uh, try and get into creating whatever it is, their personal brand, their YouTube channel, uh, being being on the hip hop scene, whatever it is. I feel like people get underwhelmed with who their first prospects are as uh, collaborations. And one of the one of the biggest tips I got was it doesn't matter who you collaborate at first with. You just got to get out there and get collaborating because you don't know where it's going to lead. Mm. I mean, granted, yeah, you might want to collaborate with these big timers at some point, but it starts it starts out with the little steps. Just yeah. keep taking little steps. Just keep doing whatever it takes. You got to see who's in your own backyard first. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You never, you never know until you look. You know what I'm saying? Then you might come up with that, that special sauce and stuff like that. So... That's what I think. I can rec- that's I feel like that's pretty much a good recommendation for cuz there's there's other towns just like Sacramento where it's like they're what would you call these? These aren't um uh what do you call them when they hotbeds for talent. Yeah, hotbeds. Like no, but like I'm trying to think of what uh they call it like market area like they I feel like they always name it. Like San Francisco's like a number one market, like LA's a number one market. Like Sacramento's not a number one market, it's like a number two market. Oh. Yeah, there's a special name for that. I just can't remember what it is. But I feel like oh, yeah, yeah. number two mean. markets, it's 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 harder to get your music popping. Feel me? So my recommendation is to everybody else in one of those second market towns, like maybe like a Portland or a Seattle and shit like that, a yeah. San Diego, work in your backyard. You know, go to local talent shows, go to local acoustic cafes, and exactly because these we'll just call them second towns. They're hungry. Yeah, they. I mean. Everyone wants to grow. Everyone wants to be bigger. So people in your town are gonna fuck with you, straight up. They're gonna up. they're gonna support you. There, who knows? There's a uh, there's a whole theory that we talked about of a hundred fans who will spend a thousand dollars a year on you. I mean, a thousand fans spend a thousand dollars on you. I thought, I think it's a thousand fans spending a hundred dollars on you. Make it a thousand. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. If you could just. I mean, think about that. If you can just get a thousand fans every year to spend a hundred dollars on you, you a hundred, you make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Exactly. And who don't want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year? And it's really harder to go into these large markets, and that, where you're not from, that you don't have roots in, and really and really make a really make a name for yourself. And that's why sometimes these smaller markets who are hungry, who want to support their own, are better to do. Yeah. You look tired today. Man, for for, he, for, he, for people who don't know, man, like so, I had to do just hella running today, and I think it wasn't just I had to. I, so I wasn't. I was running in front of heck of kids. I already told Wes's story, so like that. But there was this Easter egg thing, and I had like thirty for all the kids for all the for yeah all for all the, all the kids. kids, and they're probably what like probably not older than ten, like probably like in between five to like eight or nine. Or exactly. Like that. The right age where you could literally just run all day. Yeah. And run. Not get tired. Yeah, not oh I'm just like I'm over they're, they're and, like <laughs> I'm just like, can you do y'all breathe? Do and, y'all need Well here's the thing is <laughs> I, <laughs> is I've worked these events in the past and from my experience we jack them full of sugar right before we send them out on a <laughs> on we a had donuts. Hunt. They probably had a lot they of had, donuts. They had they had donuts. 
Yeah. They had, they had them for surely. Yeah, they get jacked. Of course, kids get jacked up on sugar and completely run around. And so, yeah. So I know what he, experience he's talking about because I've had to do it in the past, just being chased by all these heathens. But <laughs> yeah, heathens. I just I just messed up in that I didn't I didn't eat breakfast and so I didn't eat until after I ran. That's actually good for you. I know, but I felt I, I felt like I was gonna die, and yeah, because I felt like I was gonna die, and then I started drinking water, and I felt like my my uh my adrenaline was so hyped up that I couldn't eat, but then once I ate, I felt better. Okay. So that was so that was. I'm glad I ate. I'm glad I ate. Are you a have you are you a proponent of uh, intermittent fasting? Have you, do you know anything about that? Man, Ramadan's coming up. I'm not. I don't do intermittent fasting because Ramadan come is. I do that once a year, and that's okay. intense. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I, I mean, I do intermittent fasting, yeah. and it's really good. Like I should, though. I mean, there's days like today where I haven't eat yet. That's far. Yeah. I, I need to. I need to. That way we can. That that way Ramadan isn't as hard. Like if I practice now, like the Prophet used to fast every single Thursday. Oh dang. Yeah. Like all day. Oh no! I mean, just just when the sun is up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean the way I do it is I just allow myself to eat eight hour in an eight hour window. So if you start at twelve. You end at eight. That's what I usually do, but yeah. I haven't started eating yet, so I'm gonna let myself enjoy right. myself later tonight. Speaking right. of enjoying myself and work, I finally got a day off. Hey, shout out to us having a day off of work. Shout out to First day in over forty days that I've had a day off, and that's why I'm dressing in my nice stuff. I know because I was just like, oh shit, I don't have to dress in any work clothes later. I'm dressing my nice stuff. I'm wearing a pair of True Religion jeans that I haven't worn in about two and a half, three years. When I was actually into that sort of stuff. Nice. It was great. It was great. So what about what about some music? What you gonna slap today? What am I gonna slap today? Just talk. Just talk about what you on your screen. What's just read it out. What's that? What's that? What you been slapping this week? Um, I have been slapping a lot of uh, this uh, Brock Hampton boogie because this beat consumes my soul, as the young PK would yeah. say. And <laughs> the new boy band. Shout out to Brock Hampton for putting a whole different spin on what a boy band could be. For real, definite for real. Um. Another artist that I found this past week that you said that you've heard of mm-hmm. is the uh, Oceanside artist, DZ EBT Hollow. boy. EBT boy. <laughs> EBT boy. I used Hell to be on that EBT. That shit is, <laughs> I love that song so much. <laughs> <laughs> that dude talks. He, he mentions EBT in like every song. Yeah. And I like that. I really do like that. Do you know who put me on EBT? A homeless guy. Really? Yeah. So this is a, this is a quick story. Let me go into him real quick. I was... um. So you've been to Dolores Park, right? Of course. And you people, people who don't know Dolores Park, you you can find weed there. You can find shrooms there. You can find acid there. I don't even know if we should be talking about this kind of stuff, but you could yeah. sit. You could sit there on the. I mean, on the grass. I mean, it's not really a secret at this point. Yeah, it's not a secret. You're right. Yeah. So you could sit down there and just find stuff, right? So, I'll, I I make bean pie and stuff like that. So one time I was like, man, I'm gonna make this weed bean pie because it's hella good. And I needed some cash. So I started selling the weed bean pie at Dolores Park for a slice. I, I think I sold it like $8 a slice or some shit like that. I was selling them pies like hotcakes. Were you selling them like pies? I was selling them <laughs> like pies, bro. And so I had I went out there with like four pies, made all my money and stuff like that. And so I sold a pie to one dude. And then um, I ate like two slices left. I made all my money I needed for the day. And uh, he was just like, hey. You got any more of that uh that pie left? He was just like, I'm like, yeah. He was like, man, we ain't got no more cash, but we got this hash. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you trying to trade the pie for the hash? 
you trying to hit you he's like you trying to hit the hash so of course i hit the hash i give him the slice but he was he he made these um these caramel cubes uh these car these caramel these weed these weed apple caramels and he got it off ebt and he was like you ain't got ebt <laughs> you need to get EBT. That's how I, that's how I make all my weed stuff. So yeah, being an EBT boy, EBT, EBT boy. So shout, tell me about tell me about the man from Ocean. The man from Ocean. Real quick, actually, I'll, I'll talk to you about the man from Ocean. Mm-hmm. He's got some. You just got dope beats. That's something I really like about him. And he has that certain flow. That he has that voice that we talked about. Like certain rappers not being able to. Actually, this really ties in mm. because I was thinking about this earlier this week. I think Block Boy has killed his career. Ooh, wow. That's damn. I didn't expect that. Why? Break it down. He put out a second single. With, it's not fire? With 21 Savage. Okay. And you really solidified that Drake carried that song. Well, I mean, Drake's Drake's got star power. Yeah. I mean, he put him on, but then this was his, like, all right, I'm going to write my own passage. And, like, he does, like, the first one. Lyrics aren't anything special. He couldn't carry himself without Drake? Yeah. I mean, 21 did a good job. He tried to do what he could in the second verse. Like, he did what 21 does. But. There's a beat. Did you have to tip your hat off to the beat? I I did have to tip my hat off to the beat. It was the same producer who produced uh, Look Alive. And it was kind of the same. Take Heath or whatever? Yeah. And it was kind of the same melody and everything. But. His voice just was kind of annoying. The lyrics weren't anything special. His flow wasn't anything that you could find on another rapper. Yeah. It just was kind of a generic kind of rap. Yeah, I And I felt like this was like his time to be like, okay, yeah, I got on this track with Drake. I got 21 Savage. And then it's time to write my own. But basically the whole reason I wanted to like wrap that in was because DZ Hollow has a kind of voice that will kind of, you know what it is. It that he can carry him himself because yeah. I, I haven't seen him with, on a feature with any. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there was one with Black, a girl, but Black Boy almost should have went with the next from from like a business perspective. And I haven't heard the song. I feel like he should have went with a with a solo song. Yeah, I mean, you, if if he had the sauce, I feel like he should have. That would have been more because that way. Granted, this and this is like in a world where like okay, if he did kill the song. And being like, I don't, people be like, damn, yeah, like you kill songs, but you always got a feature, like, yeah, I feel like that too, yeah. And I don't know, cause like the beat like built up, and it was just kind of like, okay, hmm. you it goes like thirty, forty five seconds in, you're just like, all right, there's that, you know. Um, oh, I'm sorry, can you take nah. this away? She yeah. just asked for my in and out order, and I gotta type this real quick. <laughs> nah, it's all good. It's all good. I wish I, I wish I had. Uh, do I have my wallet? I kind of want some fries or some shit. I got you. Yeah, I got you some fries. Animal? Um, uh, not, not, not animal because they they throw this this stuff on it. Um, well done. Well done, well done with I some onions you. on it. I got you. Hey, grilled yeah. onions. Right? Yeah, grilled onions. Yeah. You just want like a whole just onion on top, unchopped. It's a whole onion, unchopped. <laughs> <laughs> grocery with, with the stuff on top, yeah. <laughs> on the side of the skin. Have <laughs> you so whack? Okay, so since so since you're bringing this up, I want to know. I think it's coming with a few people. What do you consider that makes up a good rapper? 
is it the, is it the flow is it the way that they bounce on the beat is it lyrical proudness is it beat selection what do you think makes a good rapper not not this just is, a good rapper and from a um, the ability to make a hit song, but what makes a good rapper in the ability to create like a legacy and create like okay, that's a different question. Yeah, we're like, like if you could put out a, like we're say for artists like like Jay Z, feel me? Jay Z Jay Z's put out thirteen albums. He hasn't put out thirteen dope albums, feel me? But he can but he can bounce back though. So like in in so I guess what makes a great artist? I think that's the real question. Well, in your perspective, to well, you, well, to respond to the, what makes a good rapper, yeah, um, I mean, what makes a good artist, whether it's everything that you were talking about, I think it's whatever your niche is, whatever your niche is looking for. If um, but if your niche is looking just for a bunch of fart jokes, that's not that's not. <laughs> then you become a little dicky. Yeah, but I okay, so I guess okay. But, so but let me... here's here's what I mean by that. If If your audience is just looking for hard beats, just hard ass beats, and you spitting gas over it, yeah, then that's where the whole argument of you don't worry about necessarily the lyrics are just about drugs, money, and sex. But if you're if your audience is somebody who's looking for something deeper, then you get on the Talib Kweli, J Cole hype of lyrical proudness over beats. If you're just somebody who's looking to make a just a mainstream banger. Then you get to the Chris Browns and Drakes of the world. They're all different in their own right, and they're all great artists in their own right. But it's they're responding to what their audience is. But I so I, but I guess this so I guess this raises the question: What's more important to make music for yourself and to make music for the fans? I think everyone starts out making music for themselves. But why should so why should that change? I feel like once you start making music for the fans. Your it's your sound could change at any time. If you put out if True. you put out something and your fans don't like it, then it's like okay, now I got to change my sound. Yeah, I mean that goes with the whole having to reinvent yourself because your fans change that they grow up, they their their taste change. So I think it's hard to be if you want to be a lasting artist. That's why all the like the great ones, the great ones as people say. um like the Taylor Swifts, the Madonnas, keep reinventing themselves. And that's why they're considered great is because they do keep reinventing themselves. Because if you want that long-lasting staying power, I feel like you have to reinvent yourself at some point. Yeah, I know. You ha- I, I definitely agree. I think you definitely have to 100% reinvent, reinvent yourself. I'm just saying as far as like... Once I feel like just making music purely for the fans, I feel like is a is a very... It's a, it's I'm a not, dangerous territory. I'm, and I'm not saying that's the way to go. Yeah. I'm just saying, in the argument of what makes a good artist, it's really hard because the fans dictate that. Do they though? Do they though? I mean, it's. I mean, I feel like it's hard to put yourself on as like, oh, I'm a really great artist if you don't have some accolades to back it up. But but check it from a business aspect. Some people don't know what they like until they until you bring it to them, and so. In an industry right now, where it's like the sh- what what is being brought towards people, that's what. The, so it's like they're almost. It's almost being like told what to like. Feel me? Sure. So it's it's not like 
you're not you don't find a lot of people who are like okay i'm actively looking for this this is what i like this is what my friends like this is what's cool so i'm gonna slap this feel me but but really but what connects with you as in like when you're when you're like a like an artist that when you're 13 14 15 you can connect with them then when you're 24 25 26 you can still connect with them when you're 35 37 38 you can still connect with that artist feel me yeah. like that's like that lasting power and that legacy of like really connecting with like your fans and stuff like that so i'm like what so what makes what make what makes an artist like that yeah like almost like what but then also like what makes but this is also I'm not that's why I'm asking your opinion. The reason the reason I'm asking is like, okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna use two chains for an example, right? Two chains when he when he two chains used to be in a group called um Duffelback. Not not Duffelback Boys. Uh fuck, it's killing me right now. He was uh I say I was like I No, Duffelback Boys was the name of the song. Um Two Chains was in a group with his brother, I think. Um and his name was Titty Boy. Two Chains name was Titty Boy back then. But Two Chains at the time was like Master P's like the hardest rapper on the planet. Feel me? And his brother was listening to like Ray Kwan and shit. And so his brother, from his perspective, the hardest body rapper was like lyrical prowess and how he was like chopping up the beat and shit like that with his words and stuff like that. But Two Chains was like, but look at Master P's hustle. Feel me like with no limit with the CD coming out in this at the store every single week and his vibe and stuff like that and him being able to like portray like that hustler spirit feel me through his through his music and shit like that and so through like so that's why it's more important like what I'm asking as based off your experiences and what what you like to listen to what do you as a as a person what do you think makes up a a great MC lyrics. Lyrics and how you flow on a beat. Because I've heard some like really lyrical stuff and it just, because I mean the whole purpose of music is to, is to sound good. Yeah. Um, And I feel like that's the first way you build the connection is through it just touching you in some way like, oh, I really like this. But the way it connects with you and the way it stays with you is through the lyrics. I think that's why certain artists for me like, Tupac and Big L, even though they're gone, their shit still Big stays L. on me. Big yeah. L, dog. My teacher know. says the music makes it a hit, the lyric makes it a standard. I mean, that's it right there. That's mm-hmm. literally what I said, just way better. <laughs> hey, you've been in business for a long hey, time. You know, I kept from a wedding, right? A wedding wheel? Yeah. <laughs> I took one of the cups. <laughs> hey, we be out here. <laughs> um, Speaking of that, all my other cups. Like all the pint beer stuff, mm-hmm. I stole it all from another job of mine. <laughs> What's the? Just from just for cups. Cups are mm-hmm. hard to come by. Yeah, they are. I was gonna say some shit, but I hell forgot. Because we were talking about, so we were just talking about lyrics, yeah. and oh, I was talking about Kendrick Lamar one time. Oh, okay. So I read this article on DJ Booth, and it was talking about Kendrick Lamar Trojan horsed the game, and those saying that. In, in, in a sense, like, let's take a song, um, Swimming Pools. Feel me? People listen to that song and they drink their asses off to Swimming Pools. Yeah. Swimming Pools is a song about not drinking and shit. Yeah. 
and then and same with ADHD. Yeah, people smoke like a motherfucker. Yeah, song, but the whole song is just about not doing stuff. Yeah, and so he was so the person I think it was I think it was Yo or something like that from DJ Boo. Shout out Yo, he's he's dope. Um, hopefully it is written by Yo. I need to get that right. But um, he was just saying that like you know when you listen to Good Kid, Mad City, the vibes are just hella chill. They're like party vibes and shit like that. But when you listen to the lyrics, he was saying, like, Kendrick Lamar has one of, like, the darkest catalogs and shit like that. Like, and I've known that shit. Like, his lyrics on yeah. paper is, like, it's so real. It's, like, it makes you just not even want to, like, if he just read it to me in, like, a speaking voice, I would probably end up like, being sad. Dark like, shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> dark. You okay, bro? Like, but yeah. he's a dope-ass artist in the way that yeah. he expressed himself and one how he, he's so honest about that shit. But he made it sound good. Like you said, like, it, those, like, those topics... They're so real, but the music was so good that you listen to it, and then once you finally listen to it like fucking fifty thousand times because the song's that good, you're like, oh shit, your lyrics are crazy, you know. Kendrick Lamar, fucking beast. I heard he's about to have a biography written about him. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly like you were saying. Like once you actually sit down and listen to it, that's when Kendrick Lamar, the artist, is really. Is really shines. I mean, I th- I feel like that. I feel like what you were saying about like an artist that can stick with you when you're 13, 20 something, thirty something. I mean, of course, I still got a ways to go till the thirty something. But yeah, we in our thirties for anybody to think yeah, we are. No, no. <laughs> we ain't like fifty years old here talking with some young ass voices like back when I was young. I still um, listen to Rod Kim. People, but people probably still listen to Rod Kim though. For real. But I think uh, J Cole is gonna be one of those artists. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I can't like. Can't stop like even even his old shit like his old shit and new shit like you still connect with. It. I, one thing I really love is that like when you when you hear a song and then like you go back to it you haven't heard it for a few years and then it sounds like a hella new shit like you pick yeah. up like a new bar you didn't hear before like yeah you be like fuck like I thought I heard I thought I learned everything I could from this song and but then nope. but it's nope. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, on Facebook the other day, I saw like some sort of like poll or something like, like what's one album you can listen to beginning to end, no problem anytime. And the most like comment on it was uh, Forest Hill Drives. Forest Hill Drives, it's a pretty yeah. good album. Yeah. Let me ask you that question. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. That's not. I'm, that's, I already know that's not my answer. Um, yeah. Front to back, no problem, all the time, all the time, twenty four seven. Was it? Did it have to be hip hop related? It's my mm-hmm. mine's still probably gonna be hip hop related. Have yeah, to. mine's still probably hip hop related either way. Um, most death, the new danger. Okay, there it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, just because I haven't really been able to think of another album, just because I've been doing it lately. I should have picked that one. You shouldn't have. No. Well, you can have a mogul. Stank on the outcast. Okay. Okay. All right. I do like that one. Yeah. I do like that that's, one. That's the, that's the one I bought. That's the only one I have on physical. On physical? Yeah. Right? On, yeah the actual CD and stuff like that. I bought that when I was a kid. I think, I think back to the music I thought when I played when I was a kid, and I'm just like, I was a hip-ass kid sometimes. <laughs> when, one album, I, I had to run back, which it's hella interesting now. So my mom had this thing. And people who who are our age or a little older, probably who are a little older, might remember this even more. I think I just got lucky on this situation. But they used to have these programs where 
you just pay a certain amount a month and you get to pick a CD from the catalog and they'll just send you. A, so you get a, basically a CD every single month. And I remember one month that I didn't pick um, a CD, they sent Ray J, Radiation. And I mean, just off bat, Ray J, who, who listens to Ray J in 2018, but Ray J has mad, 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 mad vocals. Like, dude's mad talented. Dude's over here singing in auto tune. And this album came out in like 2005, bro. Like, it sounds like. It was dope. It's not like some pre Kanye shit. Like, I'm just like. I still, I still think One Wish is one of the best songs. That's <laughs> This is the album that's from. That, that song, One Wish, that is. I gotta peep that out. You gotta peep Radiation. He has a song called Center View. It's the last one on it. It's crazy. So, but. Let, this is this this is of course something that I didn't know back then, but like even when you look at the liner notes, it's like produced by like R. Kelly and Timbaland. He has like those beats on it, and it's like he it definitely very much sounds influenced by his influencers for surely. Yeah, it doesn't sound was, like yeah. a Ray J album. It sounds like a kind of like a R. Kelly side project almost. Are you saying that's one of the albums that you can go that you can play front to back? No, it's definitely not. It's a hundred percent not. I just I was just over here listening to music that I've always listened to when I was a kid, and I was thinking I was a fly ass kid. What's your album? Thinking about it. I mean, I'm trying to think of like albums back in the day. Yeah. But for right now, because I've been doing it a whole lot and not having a problem, yeah. is a uh, forever is a mighty long time. That was crazy. We gotta buy our tickets. We do have our tickets. April 22nd. Everyone get out to Ace of Spades. Big big crit's going to be there. Are you going to do a homecoming concert? The the, the, the TDE concert in May? Oh, I don't know. They're already advertising it on the radio. I know. I heard that. I heard that. I was like, uh, I'm I'm just, what's the stop? I'm honestly so scared to even know what the prices are. That's what's honestly been stopping me. Yeah, let's let's shock ourselves. The champion tour, right? Yeah, the championship tour, yeah. If y'all going to the championship tour, definitely shout out. Uh, Lucky bastards. Yeah, y'all, y'all dope. You know there's people who are going to go who aren't like OG TDE fans. Oh, God, no. What y'all know about Section 80? Um, Long Term Mentality <laughs> Volume 1. Fucking Z. Fucking uh, Sylvia Demo. All them projects. Y'all probably know what the fuck I'm talking about. I probably shouldn't go then because I don't know all of those. <laughs> as long as you don't talk about which one are we doing? When is it? Maybe Oracle. Oh, Oracle. Oh, shit. Let's see the tickets. Um, I know some of them. Um, Do you have a favorite OG TDE? Oh, Damn, really it's even cheapest. worse because they're blocking out half the fucking arena or quarter of the arena. 100? 111. Oh, Which is around the same. The no, nah, wasn't the same. Nah. It was a little cheaper for the J Cole. It was okay. Cause I no. saw oh, okay. Cause I saw Kendrick, and, but that was in SAC. They were, they were definitely cheaper. But that's in SAC. Yeah, this is in Oakland. It's dope. I'll do it. Fuck it. I'm thinking about it. <sighs> it's tough. There's a lot of cool. I mean, of course it's summer, but there's a lot of cool stuff coming. Just around, yeah. my friend sent me. What did he send me? Do you ha- do you? I mean, I still don't really know too many albums coming out this year. But do you have any albums that you're excited for to come out? Oh, 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 oh! There was one. What was it? That was the other day. Um, what about yourself? 
Caliuch is a t- top spot. Um, really? Oh. Top spot. April 6th, isolation. I've been. Caliuch is my shit. She, her voice is fucking amazing. Um, super artistic for people who don't know about Caliuchis. Like, she's just super artistic. Just check her out. And then, um, Isaiah Rashad, I think he's going to come out with an album during the summer. So that's, that should be good. Zay always got the hot shit. And that's it. I feel like people don't really promote. I mean, people do promote their albums as they do, but a lot of people are on like that Beyonce shit and still think they could drop their albums out the sky. No, there's only a couple of people who could do that. I know, but a lot of artists think they can do that. Like, how many artists do you know with, like, a full-ass, like, you see with, like, marketing plans, and they'll, like, have a full-ass rollout for, like, months and, like, to prepare you for their album? That's, like, here and there. 2 chains do it, though. Pretty Drake, did, like Drake did it, too. Yeah, Drake do it. And he can drop an album out the sky. He did. Yeah. What was it? Um, uh, if you're reading this, is too late. Yeah. That was like a weekend event. It would have came out earlier if if the label let him drop it as an album. He didn't drop it as an album. It case no. Nah, he was uh, he was supposed to come out as a mixtape, and then this was still during that exchange of are we doing mixtapes? Are we streaming shit? Like yeah, like well, what's going on? Yeah, it was a big question mark over the industry. Ooh, Flatbush Zombie. Oh yeah, coming out next month. That should be fire. Shout out to Flatbush. Uh, I'm trying to think what they used to call that. Apparently. Whole- Cardi B is supposed to drop it in April. I heard Cardi B pregnant. Wouldn't surprise me. Shout out to Cardi B. Ooh. I can't wait to see that shit. Ooh. The album, Ooh. not the baby. I mean, Ooh. the baby too, but... <laughs> Her and Offset, dope. Offset, Cardi B, baby. Who else you see? I see Currency is supposed to drop on. Anderson Pack supposed to drop Currency on. Currency is always dropping some shit. ASAP pa- Rocky is finally about to drop oh, on. Oh, shit. ASAP Rocky's finally about to drop one. It's about to be Rocky season. It's about to be Rocky fucking season. Rockhampton's supposed to drop another one. <laughs> Rockhampton, calm the fuck down. Not just kidding. Jesus. Jesus. Like, do they just go on tour? I want to know how long, how long it takes for them to like make an album. Like two weeks or like, because they their work ethic is fucking crazy. I would love to be in a Rockhampton studio and session. Pinata two's coming out this year. Bandana. Bandana, oh my god, that's gonna be fucking crazy. I'm excited for 2018. Jaden Smith. Oh, he's gonna come up with another one? Yeah, oh shit. Apparently... It's supposed to be like Sire Backwards or some shit. Yeah, it is. Um, apparently Ty Dollar Sign and Jeremiah are doing a project together. That's gonna be that's gonna be a panty dropper. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Kanye West. That's still always questionable. Yeah. That's always questionable. Yeah. Hopefully he will. Lil Yachty, Lil Pump, Lil Yachty, Takeoff, Nas. Nas, Nas, I'm finally done. It's all but certain that we'll see a 2018 release. Nas, I'm finally done. Life is good. That's what it was. That's what it's called. Life is good. I feel like he already has an album called Life is Good. Oh, maybe not. Never mind. Um, Post Malone. Oh, yeah, that's obvious. Beer bongs, Bentleys. Pusha T. Yes. Uh, Ray Schremer. Yes. Um, Pusha T to me, one of the greatest rappers on the planet right now. Really? Yeah, Pusha T. To me, like, Pusha T, Royce. Um, Speaking of that, Royce is supposed to drop another one. 
Yeah, Book of Ryan. He just dropped yeah. the um the album cover. That's gonna be crazy. Didn't he, was didn't he just drop a single he, with J Cole? Oh shit! I know he's gonna be on the album. Yeah. I didn't know it just dropped. Yeah. I'm like, bro. He's literally promoting. He's literally like performing one album and promoting another album at the same time. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. J Cole, Royce the Five Nine. How much longer do we have? So we could just turn this off and listen to it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Schoolboy Q. Yes. Run the Jewels. I know about that. Yes. They're about to be on Run the Jewels 4. Like, what are they like? Travis an album Scott? every year? Ooh. Yes. I like the name of it. Astro World. Astro World, yeah. Ooh. Run the Jewels signed to Nas. And YG. Those are the ones. YG? Oh, it's going to be a good year. I'm looking forward to it. Really, I, I definitely do want to check out Flashbook. Yeah. Flashbook Zombies next month. Yeah. But um, so instead of just reading off a list, who's your who, who? Damn, what are you most excited for? What am I most excited for? Yeah, that was the whole question. Uh, <laughs> and I'm in Caliuchus is R and B, so I'm, if, if I'm gonna say a hip hop album, Schoolboy Q. Really? Schoolboy Q be going hard than the motherfucker. Like Oxymoron was dope. I will say that. Yeah, Blank Face too. I posted Blank Face on that funky tip. I like the song with the dog pound. Shout out the dog pound. I'm probably gonna go with oh, and then Earl Sweat uh, sweatshirt. Is Earl, yeah, Earl's supposed to drop one. Hopefully, he got a Vince feature on there. Not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> with a Vince feature, nah. If Vince, I know we just got a Vince album last year. I'm gonna just listen to his old shit. Vince tapes go hard than the motherfucker. I think ASAP Rocky. Yeah, ASAP Rocky. Because I think he's just gonna have a whole bunch of dope features on yeah. there. Yeah, his shit is his music is always like an art piece. Yeah, this is always like super trippy and everything. Yeah, oh, but I don't smoke weed anymore. I can't it's listen good. to his shit. Yeah, if his, his if his shit was like a museum, that would be dope. I mean, that's kind of what like his music videos are like. Yeah, just crazy. Very stylish, man. So let's get back on a sack and let's talk about. Someone that I did not know was as blown up as he is. I figured he might come through this conversation. Hobo, Hobo Johnson. Johnson. Let's, have, let's just have a little discussion about him because I had no idea he was so big. And me and you have talked about him a little bit outside. But apparently, apparently now motherfuckers are messing with him to the point where it's just not cool. Like they apparently doxed his mom. Like hey, what? Doxed. What know, does that, that mean? Basically, put all their information out on the internet. Why would they do that for? They just that they, they that no, that's over. That's yeah, that's too much. Yeah, that's apparently too much. he's getting death threats for some reason. I don't know the the validity of the sources. Mm-hmm. It was something that I just came across, so I don't know how real it is. But this was like the same because then I did more deep and. Yeah, someone showed me that. It was like, oh, what's everyone's deal with Hobo Johnson and stuff? And I know my personal gripes about him. I mean, of course, there's it just has to do from a artistic standpoint. It's not really anything against the dude. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely definitely going way too far. Um, right. But but also, I mean, we established that, but why do you think he's hitting such a chord with a group of people? I think he's... I think that hip hop has become so 
like it's become the biggest genre to the point where it's like the type of fans that that hip that hip hop has it's all across the board it's 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 from everyone and so he he kind of represents a certain couple of people that like the people who and this is all hit and miss but the people who listen to hip hop who are like slapping with them hella hard they probably aren't Migos fans they maybe not go to Migos concerts and stuff like that no. um i mean from the people that i know who fuck with him and yeah. post valiantly and often on yeah. facebook about how much they hate mumble rap and all this stuff and they're all about like deep pseudo deep people <laughs> like yeah and it's, i think i think so i'm, I'm gonna answer your question then i'm gonna, then I'm gonna go to something okay to, 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 uh, that, that relates to it though let you um, let you get into this real quick. yeah so so hobo johnson i feel like one he is writing lyrics that um that connects with his audience i feel like people who have either been through that like been like that awkward kid or or yeah been that kid like feel me like kind of outside but still like within the hip-hop community but at the same time like maybe like you look at the people who are slapping hip-hop hella much and you're just like i don't really fit in with them maybe feel me like maybe like a backpacker or whatever feel me so i feel like he's very much hitting them and he's representing them for that um and i feel like it also comes into it where hip-hop gets a um beats are important feel me people people are very yeah very very important feel me it's like um people will oh i don't i don't like that sound feel me that that sound is associated with 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 this so i don't i don't i don't i don't so i don't associate myself with that i don't like that sound feel me um so when when people do hear a sound which is trap music usually at least for right now people assume it with like ignorant fucking like just music that's just not talking about nothing with like just 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 bitches and like material shit like that but at the same time it's like vin staples brought up a good point where he was just like he's like i don't make conscious music he was just like you're saying that gucci main isn't conscious he was like you're saying that gucci main wasn't conscious while he's driving with bricks in his trunk driving through zone six that's 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 conscious you have to be conscious of every single move that you make you have to be more conscious yeah you'd be even and, and when he talks about when he talks about those things he's connecting with people feel me like when i um i the way i found out about the migos i used to live in south sac feel me and in in south sac the apartment i was living out i i seen more living at that apartment than i'd seen like a different environment feel me like i got like i'm living my roommates pimping feel me like we got there's like dudes coming in to like smash his girl feel me getting paid for me the people across the 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 room for the the next door neighbors they pimping and shit like that like feel me like guns and shit like bringing in and out and shit like that so it's real it's 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 a real place over there feel me but the people who are really like in that lifestyle living that every day feel me they slap amigos because that shit relates to them like feel me they connect with the amigos like the the hustle the the being in a situation you want to get out of it so it's like that's what they connect to and almost like that same connection that they are getting with amigos that's the same connection that a different group of people is feeling with Hobo Johnson. Johnson. makes a lot of sense you yeah yeah I, I can't even add anything to that because that was perfect 
I, th- I think I think Royce brought up a good point. I was watching this uh, this other thing from him, and he was like, "I think we get it. Like, if you if a person makes bad music, we're like, we don't like that person. He makes bad music. He's a bad person, which is not yeah. true to no. me. Like, there's there's all. definitely artists where I'm like, I do not like their music, but I'll check out their interview, and I'm like, he seems like a nice person. Yeah. Feel me? I don't I don't think I would collab with them, but if they wanted to like get coffee i still don't know what we talk about because yeah. i don't like their and beats it, or stuff but <laughs> this is a little off topic but yeah. i think that's one of the reasons why logic is becoming such a problem now because he's a nice ass guy yeah because i think before like it was he's making like these cool ass songs and he's fucking having fun with it and everything but he was a cool ass dude but now yeah. he's saying he's a cool ass dude and i think that's i think that's where people have a little bit of a problem with it he's like saying this shit a lot yeah He's and, like, and he's I'm trying. the coolest guy on the planet. That's not the coolest guy on the yeah, planet. Yeah, I think it's not the But I, I feel like just the way he goes about it, he he says it in a way that like it's never like I'm taught like I'm doing this and I'm talking about these issues like that like it's never been done before. I'm like, bro, like there's and I think in a certain way it sounds like he's trying to put other artists down for not doing that. Yeah, I'm just like, bro, like like the new Murs album. I'm just like Murs is saying. He has a track where he's like, well, this is like the exact same message that Logic I mean, is talking literally about. Literally at the exact <laughs> same time when he dropped everybody, Joey Badass dropped his. Yeah. Which I think did a better job of what he was trying to do. Yeah. So. And I don't know. I mean, I still like Logic. It's not like I hate Logic. Logic's yeah. a good dude. He's like a good guy. I just necessarily don't like the evolution of his music. Yeah. It's not necessarily bad. I miss the old Logic. Yeah. Mr. Old Logic. So Buried alive logic. <laughs> <laughs> Buried alive logic. Young Sinatra logic. You know talking? <laughs> he gonna be like, I fucking hate you guys. It's good. He signed. A, he, he made like fifty million dollars last year. Who cares? Exactly. Is he listening to us? No way. He's got better. Mm, he's got no. better things to worry about. Not, not us. Definitely yeah. Not let's us not even right get now. into what he's got to worry about no. right now. <laughs> Joining Lucas. What the fuck are you doing, dog? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay. So when when is rap beef too personal? Um, when is Rafi too personal? I mean, when, I think when you're crossing I, the edge, even Tupac crossed. I feel like he crossed. Yeah. Hit him up, I, dude. Every time, yeah, when Hit him I'm up comes on the lie. radio, I'm just like, why do people even play this song anymore? I love Tupac, but that song, I just feel like we just don't need to play that song anymore. No, no. I mean, sure, you can say names because I feel like that. I mean, I think that was one of the big things when uh, people bring up Hit him up. Is, yeah. is like, oh, I like when people like said their name and actually called them out. I do like that. I do like that. But I think there's still that unspoken rule that should go not only in rap, but over a lot of things where unless there's a prior agreement, if you guys are just beefing over some little shit, you leave the wives, kids, and girlfriends out of it. Yeah. That's what I would think. I mean, I mean unless like you're on some battle rap, DNA, disaster, uh, grind time, King of the Dot shit. Yeah, just like <laughs> rapping. So like, yeah, yeah. then this, this, but yeah. like on some rap shit, I've in this, yeah, I, I like, rap beat, I don't know. This is where maybe like part of like, maybe it's just part because of like, I'm also like a competitive rapper at the same time where it's like, I look at rap beef and like now and I like rap beef back in the 90s so much more. Like, I think that's how I found out about Royce the Five Nine is about beef. Yeah. Me? I was looking up, I was Eminem was my favorite rapper at the time, and I was just like, "Let me just look up every person Eminem has ever beef with," and I was like, "Dude, death! Their career is over. Dude, their career is over." I had no idea DMX's song. Um, fuck, what's his 
one of his biggest songs. Can't remember. Um, it's a it's a huge party song. Oh, fuck. I used to go crazy with the song as a kid. Um, I can't think of it for the life of me right now. I can't remember, but it's a diss song to Eminem. I did not know that. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. If you listen to the second verse, it's all about Eminem. He was that's some that's some Drake shit before Drake. I'm gonna write a hit song and this you. I yeah. think I think honestly, that's almost I shot, shot that's almost the hardest body shit I had ever seen to make. And I, I I think I'd seen this interview of like almost like why he did that or whatever, but it was just like that's just so bad. Like to go to the club and they just constantly playing that song again and again and again and again. It's just like fuck that's bad you can't even go to the club without people being like yeah oh party up in here yeah party up in here that's a, that, that second verse is a whole diss i'm so listening to that song so i get my car that's crazy i didn't know that so okay so that's so outside of dmx and royce because i was like there's like benzino his career was over Real quick, <laughs> there's some other people, and I, I remember I just literally can't remember all the names, but they were just careers over. And then I, I, I stumbled upon Royce the Five Nine, and I was like, and I, I because it had everybody else, I was just like, oh, let's see how this shit go. He about to body Royce, and then I was just like, oh shit, Royce could rap his ass off. And then I learned the history of like how Royce and them used to be cool and shit like that. But yeah, Royce the Five Nine, a fucking hard body ass lyricist, crazy shit, crazy, and this shit. With DJ Premier, it's just like that's like it's 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 always tough. Like they say it on their album, and it, it probably fuck it. DJ Premier knows a lot more than me because he, he was like, "This is hip hop in its truest form, beats and rhymes." I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think just sometimes I, I think about like where where music is right now, and it's just like. It's not hate. I mean, I feel like it's def- it's definitely not hate. But like, then what is it right now? I mean, because because we I talked about last week, Migos are pushing the c- culture forward. But at the same time, Mo- Migos got beats and rhymes too. So I guess it's not different. It's just different beats and different rhymes. Yeah. Some people can't rhyme though. No. <laughs> yeah. Migos has some of the funniest. <laughs> like... Migos are so funny. I love them. <laughs> Just some of their uh, metaphors and stuff. Yeah, they are fucking funny, dude. Yeah. If you if you could see like the Migos collaborate with artists they haven't collaborated with, who do you think would be like a dope ass artist they haven't collaborated? Yeah, with? And that who would, haven't like, they collaborated with? I don't know. I mean, fuck, not necessarily as the Migos, but just like Quavo or Offset or someone. They they feature with damn near everybody like who's like in that now. genre. Even not in that genre. Just yesterday, I heard yeah. Halsey had a feature with Quavo. Like, they the shit. They the shit. They about to go down in like legacy. I think it was like I think that was like the biggest. It was fucking genius to call their album culture. They're just like we are the culture. We push damn. culture forward. That's why our albums called the culture. It's like damn, damn, y'all fucking self aware. <laughs> Trying to tell me that's not conscious. Yeah. So. Hey, Briggs doesn't like Hobo Johnson. Who? Brigden. He doesn't. I, I Has saw, he heard him? Yeah, I was just I was like, have you heard a clip? And he was just like, he's not my flavor. You heard a clip? Because Hobo Johnson was on the news the other day. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how, that's the reason why he's getting so much exposure. So this is kind of reason. So like, when you show me all those followers, I kind of want to know how much followers he had before the news article. 
Is there a way to ooh, social play? No, nah, only Hobo Johnson can know that shit. I mean, we can kind of see with Social Blade. Oh, shit. They fucking up. They don't let us in the game. You haven't fucked with Social Blade? No, you got to put me on it. Oh, you we still got to talk about Twitch, too. Oh. I, think, I think we just about wrapping up our time. Hour? Yeah. So, time. I'm going to show this dude some uh, great online media sources to help. Oh, that didn't make sense. Online media sources. No. Online aggregators of certain. No, that wasn't close. Yeah, it is. It no, ag- no, no. The, I, I was thinking the first thing you said that you, once I heard what you meant to say, you were right. The first thing you said wasn't close. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna show him the platform Twitch and what Social Blade is and doing all this, and we're gonna sign off for. What are we gonna do? Are we gonna do this weekly? Or are we just gonna start just pushing these out? What are we gonna do? We're gonna upload them weekly. Weekly? All right. We're going to yeah. record like 17 in a week and upload them for the next year. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking about like, damn, dude, St. Patty's Day was dope in the middle of July or something. <laughs> I know. You won't be <laughs> um, yeah, but we're going to sign off for this week. And next um, week's our first guest. Yeah, we're going to have our first guest. We're going to have DJ Val in the building. That's her... Uh, Name on Snapchat. <laughs> oh, she's a is she a DJ as well. Uh, she DJs a little bit. Speaking of that, I want you to bring your controller because she had a couple of DJ questions. I was like, my boy can definitely answer all your questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's saucy. <laughs> um, yeah, give him your social. Oh, yep, yep. K N W L V. Follow me on everything: Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. It's really cool because, like, in editing, we're always gonna have like the music like playing at this point, so it's gonna be like be all excited and everything. But yeah, follow me at uh, WB underscore production uh, on Snapchat. Follow me at the WB underscore project on Instagram. Maybe I'll get a Twitter. You're still gonna try and talk me into it, but we shall see. Um, Other than that, y'all have a great week. Enjoy the vibe. Number two down, baby. Later.